0: Inner circle I am inner circle no,
1: you circle I am circle Ron has become has slowly become one of my least liked names in the like the naming fucking stratosphere like just you could say it with such disdain it just makes me think of like a stepdad you don't get along with yeah Ron whatever Ron yeah <laughs> It's like You're not Karen. my real dad, Ron! Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like Karen, but worse.
1: Uh it's it's close. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think uh Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec did a lot to bring it back up into the, you know, and into the likability range, but fuck man. I'd still it just it doesn't sit well. It doesn't land well on the old drum, you know what I no. mean? Like Ron. It almost you almost have to say it with like a shitty, like a midwestern accent. Ran. Run, <laughs> come here, run. Ran, you forgot to take the garbage out again, you
2: old yeah. coot you. Yeah. Ran, yeah. the pasta's boiling.
1: <laughs> run the pasta. Run. <laughs> I told you to stir every two minutes. <laughs> run. You run you burned up all the pasta. You burnt the pasta again. <laughs> God
2: damn it! Fucking Ryan. <laughs> you are now
0: listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network,
2: coming to you live from the bowels of an old, forgotten college. This one was called Full Sail University. It's failing Hollywood. I'm your host. I'm Mikey T. Um, and yeah, I don't have any of the the, the, the usual players here today, but I do have a guest. And co-hosts, I guess, for this one. And his name is Matt Sustridge! Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, Coming up with just stuff on the fly. It's... I sometimes write it down, what I'm going to say in the intro... But we rotate between who does the intros, and I usually just let one of them do it. If I'm like, ah, I do most of the work for this show. You sure. Just <laughs> yeah. Come up with something. That's,
1: a, that, that's, a, that's the uh, impression I was getting. Yeah. 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 But
2: I don't know. Full sales are, might be a big topic for this one. So Sure. So we'll...
1: We can, we can talk about the old... Uh, the
2: old bowels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down in the olden days.
1: There are, there are so many Freddy hairs in this mic. <laughs> <laughs> all his beard hairs. Yep.
2: Maybe we should have switched out the mic more. Nope, completely. it's
1: it's fine. It's fine. I'm over here picking it like a you know, like a couple of like chimps. Yeah. You know, just clean <laughs> At least cleaning the ticks out. You
2: are getting the full effect out of oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's no. what I'm saying. If you you chose Freddy's, you actually pushed his chair aside. You're like, ah, fuck the chair. Well, I was like setting
1: up it. to sit there, and then I was like, nah, I'm gonna be it's gonna get a better like line of more table space. Like, there you go. I'm just, you know, trying to be efficient in my podcast. <laughs> Incredibly, because I'm, I'm so experienced. Yeah, yeah.
2: You're one of the you're one of the <laughs> few podcast guests that we've had that's brought his own laptop, though, so he can like stay I, on. the I resources. just want
1: to be able to like look something up if I can't remember a name or something like yeah, that. I don't yeah. want to be the guy on the podcast who's just like, yeah, you know, that guy with like the fa- the face. Yeah. You know, like, I'm nah, not. Nah, that's I, usually that's s- <laughs> since you're in Freddie's seat. <laughs>
2: Freddie is always like, hey, you, man with the computer. <laughs> Why are you not on IMDb? It's like, oh, no, I'm mixing, trying to keep a conversation going, and working a computer. Oh, I'm writing the show as we go, too. Mm, so, yeah.
1: here, you know. Multitasking yeah. has its <laughs> limits,
2: after all. Who knew? Well, I, I appreciate your thought of trying to, like, you know, being ahead of to the... Trying to be limit. a decent
1: guest. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Are, do you have the internet and everything already? Uh, No. <laughs> I've I thought ahead to an extent. Two it, there's a ceiling there, and yeah, it's pretty yeah. low. Uh, I won't actually be able to look up anything, but I can type in a few word Dude, I'm ready. I'm ready. I got
2: Google. That's where's, all I need. Where's 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 the pen? I can give you. I can give you the, the thing.
1: Pens for days over here. Yeah, yeah. At least at least two. That's for two days. Yeah,
2: I mean none of them work, but that's <laughs> aside from that
1: fact. Oh, yeah shit. this one's
2: totally dead well let's see this one you, you were able to write a little bit with this I, one.
1: yeah i just barely managed it oh yeah i'm barely managing
2: this too here i'm gonna just i'm just gonna like
1: you know i told you this this uh
2: the studio is a work of uh it, it's it's a work in progress
1: no nah, it's great pens are for suckers anyways here yeah, I'm just writing we can it backwards. Just, just, just edit out. The yeah,
2: there we go. Here we go. So that's the password. Oh, Actually, nice. it's a lowercase f. It's I am Jack's Wi-Fi. Got and it. Yes, that is a Fight Club reference, and yes, it is my
1: wife. It's capital F or lowercase? Lowercase. All right. Everything's lowercase. All right. Now that we've got the- uh,
2: Now that you're the, online. The number crunching
1: out of the way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the technical f- side of things yeah. is is, is managed. Man, world. I hope I really don't need to write anything else down the rest of this. <laughs> I usually do. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I probably have like 40 pens in my backpack from work. No, so. that's <laughs> uh, good. It's more fun to wing it. So,
2: you are Matt Susteridge.
1: This is true.
2: Yes. Uh, really good friend of mine. We've known each other for, what, 11, 12 years
1: almost? has it been that long? Are we that old? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, it's been yeah. tw- it's been almost 12 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh-huh. That's a lot. I mean, huh. Yeah. So, we're, uh we're after all we're we're as the kids are calling us these days, we're we're from the late 90s. That's that's yeah, yeah. our era, <laughs> from the, the 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 late 1900s yeah. is our our our, you know, when we grew up. So, we're yeah. just ancient at this point.
2: Yeah. We I mean, back in the day where we didn't have Oh, well, I can't remember the name of that person. You just got to
1: deal with it. it. (laughs) (laughs) There's no internet. Let me go to the library really fast. I'll be back in (laughs) eight hours. Yeah, (laughs)
2: We'll figure it out. It's okay. Yeah. Hey, ask ask like a younger kid what the Dewey Decimal System is. And like, what the fuck is that? Like a friend of yours, grandpa, or something? Dude, I remember
1: my <laughs> elementary school library had a Dewey Decimal like yeah. the whole rack like in Ghostbusters or the fucking cards yeah. like, shoot out at at, right. at, uh, at Bill Murray like the whole shebang and like the fucking like central like hub thing that you had to go and like yeah. look for all your information yeah in. i remember every Ugh. like
2: going through elementary middle school and uh, beginning of high school even like i remember before we could even use a the library they went in like this is where the dewey decimal system is it's a it towards high school they did start to have all that shit on the computer so yeah. it was a lot easier yeah <laughs> but uh we got lucky yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. were right on the cusp there we got yeah.
1: we didn't have to deal with it for two got off along but god damn it
2: yeah, but uh, that was it. So you're, you're just so uh, the people know, you're a, a Local 44 member.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. Proud um, set dresser and property person.
2: Yeah, so if you guys were around for last episode, we had Mike Loomer and Zach Knight on, and uh, they were 44 reps, and we talked about what was going on in IA, so I figured... Uh, we should nip this in the bud since we today we just got the vote. I mean, well, we'll drop this in two days, so it's yeah. pretty current. Um, and,
1: and I'm I'm married to a local 44 board rep, so right. I'm practically like a first man or first husband <laughs> of local 44. Because yeah. my wife's like the sweetheart of 44 now. Yeah. And she's been on the show before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's been on the show. N- a while Natasha back. Natasha Peruzian. Check yeah. out her episode. It's it's she's so, so funny and so witty. Oh yeah. And b- very cute in person. <laughs> yes. It was a great episode. But uh, since we
2: explained how you... Have, uh, if you guys left that episode, you will know that we were about to go into a great big vote. Vote for a strike authorization. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we did that. And we all voted. Voting closed last night, if I'm correct, right? I think it was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the results came out this morning. And 90% of iotsi voted that's yeah It's like tens of thousands it's of, crazy oh uh, i don't think there hasn't been uh, a vote turnout like that
1: ever in the history according to the hollywood reporter over 98 uh, percent support
2: 98 <laughs> percent. that's the They said well it's nearly unanimous so yeah. I, I think i have that right here too mm-hmm. oh yeah this one's variety iotsi members vote to authorize nationwide film and tv production strike so we've moved on to the next step, and it's pretty uh, apparent that every single person in the film industry, except for the two percent, uh, want yeah. want to uh, let let a strike happen. So, yeah. um, what the next step is, so everybody knows, is we we're not going to strike yet. They're they're going to bring that and be like, hey, the entire film industry said,
1: yeah. yep, we'll do it. <laughs> well, that's just it. It's like they brought, you know, they they went to the negotiation table to to talk about you know, concessions on both sides with the producers. They do it every I forget the 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 term of three it. Years. Three, three years. Three years. Yeah. Every three years. Uh they sit down and they they get together and they they go over concessions that they might want to make or might want from one another and they negotiate. And the producers at the time were like, No. They basically were like, go ahead and have your vote. Like they they just they clearly had no confidence that we would come together and stand strong and strike against them, because otherwise, why would they do that? They're trying, they're asking for all these completely ridiculous, right? out-of-this-world, you know, concessions from us, like... Right. And we're fighting back. There's this whole movement right now, online in, in America, across... seems like mostly in America, but across the world, I feel like, is people are standing up for their rights, and for their... Not just their rights, but their livelihoods, of, like, the, their lives outside of work. They're trying not to live for their jobs. right? And it's like we're trying to we're we're on board with that. We're a yeah. union. We're the epitome of that. Yeah. Like and, and not only that, we're one of the most profound unions in America. And like, yeah, of course we're gonna fight back. Like it's I'm honestly so like proud of our membership. Oh yeah. And like being a member of the IA right now feels like I feel more uh more like connected to the rest of my, you know, brothers, sisters, kin. Yeah in the union than, than I ever have before. Cause I go to the meetings, you know what I mean? I totally. go, I, I go to the meetings and I, I sit there and I listen and I, I try and contribute when I can. And I ask questions like, yeah. these things are, these things are like a lot of these problems that the producers, uh, uh, a, lo- a lot of these problems that we have, that we tried to like ask the producers for concessions, a lot of concessions we asked for, you know the producers, of course, are gonna say no, and right? Then, and then counter with, you know, actually, why don't you walk it back ten steps? But like, it's just crazy. Like, you know, every every organization has its issues, but we haven't seen a sh- uh, a show of solidarity like this in our union in the the entire time that I've probably been alive. Right. Right. To, totally. I was talking to. Uh, the uh vice president of the ia at our rally on saturday cuz we had a big rally right. for uh, uh for solidarity and to get people to get out and vote you know uh, at the 44 uh business hall and it was crazy cuz uh, mike i think it's, uh, what's his name mike miller i vice president i think it's i think it's pretty close to that i think it's uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh he's he was telling me like it's uh he's been in the union for 30 years and he's never seen a vote this important right you know what i mean and i think he's completely right because i feel like the concessions that the producers are asking for in this set this round of negotiations are bless you <laughs> are uh so much more you know intense than than anything that that has been brought to the table in totally the, at least in the time that i've been in the totally universe. i mean
2: other things i think in the past were drawn and i think we probably or ia has folded a lot quicker because it's not like it was yeah. that far in between i think that's probably why they pushed it so far this time because they're like well they folded before yeah uh, they do it but then like I, I don't know it's just getting bigger and angrier and like i think more people are aware of what's going on now and yeah and w- w- through personal experiences and otherwise you know yeah uh we saw the birth of new media television and stuff like that you know it's uh so we, we've kind of known <laughs> i mean granted i've never been in a film industry that hasn't done crazy hours like brutal turnarounds like yeah. any of that stuff but i think that's also part of the point too is that a lot of people haven't and they're like well that needs to change yeah and i think you, it's, you, it's you, ludicrous yeah
1: like, they they really roll us over sometimes yeah like, and and the the expectations too are just like Un- untenable like they can't keep they can't keep asking that of people like people have literally gotten in like fatal car accidents because sure. they haven't you know they just want to get home after work they right. want to go home to take care of their animals or whatever you know that they have at home waiting for them their kids their their pets right their, their and responsibilities they, yeah. They got to go home, and instead, they're like, well, we could put you up here in, you know, outside of the the, zone. zone. We could put you up here in a hotel, local hotel. I'm like, okay, but, like, who's going to go and look after my pets? Yeah. Like, I've been working for you for 18 hours, and I have to drive home now because I have responsibilities. And, like... There are, there are always going to be extenuating circumstances and reasons. Sure. You know, they can't just like say, okay, but we'll yeah. just put you up in a hotel. Like that doesn't fix everything. Yeah.
2: And just you you and I are perfect. I mean, we're both kinda semi newly married people and yeah. and I mean, maybe want to have kids someday or see that. Like, how hard is that
1: gonna be? Less <laughs> and less every year. <laughs> 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 oh, I better get to it soon at this point. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck.
2: Yeah, um, but so everybody knows, and just keep it a little bit updated, uh, we are moving to the next step. Uh, I might talk a little bit about it on next week's episode because I'm banking that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to be super fast for that, but you'll get something. It's a good guest and all that stuff. It's going to be informative, and I'll be learning like you guys will, so stick around for that anyway. But uh, we are moving to the next step, so we'll just have to wait and see what uh, the AMPTP does at this point it's their move i think yeah like we've we put our cards put our dick on the table
1: yeah they know we're ready like they know that our membership supports the strike they know that if you know if if the ia says no like to whatever they come back with like we already are authorized we're we're yeah our dick's on the table like literally you know or or Clit or whatever. Keep keep it inclusive, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) But like you know, figuratively, yeah, their genitalia are out. (laughs) (laughs) Your move. (laughs) 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 Oh shit. Now
2: we give everybody visuals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a draw, (laughs) but (laughs) the Western just like, yeah, what you gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Your move, partner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like I said, uh, from before, anyways, let's yeah. let's step it back. Let's talk about <laughs> the man who is Matt Sustridge now. Oh, God. Um, I, like I said, I've known you for 12 years, and I think y- you're a grave importance in, in the L.A. living for me. And just out of friendship goes, because out of our graduating class, probably, you're one of the few only people that I still hang around with, talk to. Yeah. It's rare that we with. get together
1: cuz we're on other ends of the world and we're always busy but even then like we always come back together like nothing ever happened like there was no time. Sure. You know, it's like it's it, you're just one of the most easy guy. Easy going. not to toot your horn too much. I mean, later. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like uh yeah, dude, you're just fucking chill. Like I it, there's it's hard to find people that are both like reliable and like just easy to be around. And those are the people that you want to work with, especially in our industry, because there's so many egos. We were just talking about this earlier. but When you can just find people who are down to just go with the flow and just get the job done, like, those are the people you want to hang around with. We just got lucky. We found each other in fucking film school. (laughs) Yeah, true. And just kept it rolling. Like, I mean, dude, I, I probably wouldn't be in art department now if it hadn't been for, like, you pulling me on to the few gigs that you did when you moved out here and, like, you know the few projects I did with you gave me the confidence that I think I needed to make the leap because for you know six years almost I was doing like I came out here I started doing camera work right and then I moved into doing like grip and electric work uh because being a camera person in l a means you have to be just a a tech wizard and I just I couldn't keep up with all the yeah the shit the, the, the totally. constant updating technology just like literally got lost in it and I was like you yeah. Know what? I'm, this ain't for me, dude. The sh- <laughs> the, it, it's it's funny. I'll go play adult I, Legos and connects yeah. with the grip work, and dude, the grip it's, shit. And it's 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 kind of astounding,
2: fine. like how if, I feel like every set I go on, there's more shit dude. built onto the box of the camera. Every time, more wires, yeah. something else to do something, yeah. more antennas to send picture to more stuff. You practically <laughs> have
1: to be a fucking engineer to be a camera person yeah. at this point. Like it's insane. Yeah, like, these it's, ACs out here are just like they're. They're like all you know, savants yeah. <laughs> with technology. <laughs> like it's insane. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I enjoy like you know putting things together and yeah. playing with tech and stuff. But like that just was too much. It was it was really overwhelming sure. after a while and yeah. just wasn't for me. So yeah, Grim Electric was a nice home for a while. But I wanted to get into a union, get my health insurance. You know, and that just wasn't happening for me in that department. And I got an opportunity to uh, work on a couple of shows that were flipping. Uh, as you know a set dresser or a property person and I was like maybe this is maybe this is it for me I've done you know I've done camera I've done grip I've done electric I've done set construction I've done you know I've done set dressing uh all on non-union like low budget gigs uh I'm ready to move up to the next tier but I, I don't really care how it happens at this point I'd gotten to that level where I was like I need the health insurance I want to make a better living at this, and I want to be able to trust my employers. Sure. So and I was like, fucking honestly, union for me, period. As you far know? as a
2: personality goes for you, you're more of an artistic kind of paint-the-picture kind of guy, which you don't... I mean, grips... Uh, I'm not saying at all that what they do isn't artistic or anything. The way they cut light, I mean, yeah, they could be extremely artistic, but yeah. but uh, there's just more of a rugged... Like They're artistic to where... like a fucking mechanics artistic because of how the way they can work an engine. You know what I mean? Sure. And a lot of uh, shit like that, I would say. Sure. Where as art department, like, you literally, like, you need to make things match and go into each other and kind of flow and work for a personality Mm -hmm. and and stuff like that. So you have all the elements from every which end you were that you kind of have to throw in. I I think – that kind of fits you more it
1: was it was good for me it was a really good move for me when i got into set dressing especially like getting because i i had spent a lot of time uh as a non-union like key grip or gaff or or, or uh gaffer uh or best boy or uh, best boy electric or grip you know and yeah. I, i'd swung between both departments and like being on set around all the egos all the time all the time you know, having to be right there at monitor at Video Village, just like stuck in there, that's brutal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> it's brutal. Like the, the like we were talking about the egos, man. Like you got everybody above the line who's just around there. You got producers that hang out at Video Village and yeah. they chime in with their. You know ideas they're you know not always the the most with their maca latte (laughs) (laughs) their special delivered (laughs) sushi
2: that they're munching on in front of a monitor (laughs) like
1: that world didn't interest me that much anymore because it was really grating on my nerves and obviously it's gotten a lot better uh in some cases it's gotten worse in in union work but sure uh but like getting being able to get away and work on a set dressing crew where you're before you're in before uh shooting crew arrives and you're, 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 you're setting up and you're striking and you don't really have to interact that much with shooting crew unless the onset needs help with shit. That was a beautiful little niche for me to live in. I loved it. And I still do when yeah, I get, yeah. when I get the opportunity to, 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 you know, just do my own thing. And like, manage you know the crew and all the different tasks like that that works for me that all makes sense for me and i still get to you know fuck around and build fun set dressing pieces at times yeah totally and 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 express a little bit of creativity here and there yeah and it's it's nice like you we're not out there painting sets or anything like that and you don't get to do any of that like non-union art shit where they just expect you to do everything but like you know, we still get to we still get to do you know fun stuff, and we, there's not as much pressure in in set dressing, which I really appreciate, and uh, I think it actually, honestly, helped me, like getting into that niche helped me, you know, just de stress a lot from all the years that I had been stuck at monitor totally yeah lunch, yeah you know? like that really kind of weighed on me I think heavier than I ever anticipated, and getting into set dressing was like a weight off my back you know yeah it was nice it was nice for a while it's still it still is a good I, I,
2: it feels okay there's not an earthquake going <laughs> on but they're like redoing the road outside of my house they're, they're like i don't it, i don't yeah. know if that's translating in here but the entire house just started
1: <laughs> shaking the whole studio it feels like somebody taped a vibrator on the bottom of this <laughs> chair You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's the
2: national joker show <laughs> <laughs> welcome <laughs>
1: that's too funny uh, yeah but, but i yeah just i mean it was it's, it was good for me i guess is what i'm re- reaching for there but yeah it was uh,
2: absolutely and i mean you're happier now with it right absolutely you're insured health insurance
1: i just tore my uh i just tore my acl like two months ago like uh, well late august i tore my acl and uh i've been doing physical therapy getting ready for surgery and i got surgery coming up and like you know all of that is pretty well covered i'm i'm paying out like you know at at most like $20 $25 copays oh jesus just for my physical therapy appointments because they're more yeah. specialized you know what i mean like normally at my doctor's office and stuff it's like a $5 copay like our yeah. insurance is pretty spectacular it's it, pretty good consideration it for an american insurance company yeah for sure covered by an employer like it's pretty solid so i got no complaints as of now you know
2: no um have, have you like gone and got the uh to the foot doctor and got the insoles for your shoes or anything oh, like that? No, but it's on the fucking it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's on the list. It's gotta happen. There's like a list of stuff they give you, you hear from people and said they're like, Oh, there's a place you can go to and they'll they'll the, the doctor will mm-hmm. prescribe you a
1: massage and it's covered, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. Well there's some like massage therapists that you can literally just go, go to, to. The massage yeah. ther- and they'll be like they'll be like, Oh, you need a massage? Oh, you have that insurance? Oh, great, done. Like Let's 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 do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like it's covered. No, it just tip, you know, if you yeah. want to be nice. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Or tip if you're gonna get the happy ending. Like, you know <laughs> <laughs> anything you need. <laughs> so, it's an extra forty. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So
2: I so I we met in film school. Yes. Uh, so let me know. A little bit about uh, what made you want to work in the film industry. What made you want to go to film school, <sighs> and uh, why did you choose Full Sail University
1: mm-hmm. in Florida? Well, uh, desperation. I don't know. No, I'm, I, <laughs> no, no. Full Sail was it was an experience. It was definitely like a, a learning experience. I, I did learn a lot. It, uh, I did. I think I didn't anticipate how technical it would be because I, I we didn't really spend a lot of time on like film theory. There was like maybe one. You know, month long. Did you not course. know that before signing up? For no, the I, 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 I like, I under, I think I knew it, but I didn't understand how little I would get, how little I would feel like I got out of that. You know, right. I just anticipated that there would be more. You know, maybe not, maybe not directly in classes, but sure. at least we would glean more from the experience. But it was more just kind of like people. In my experience, at least, it felt like more people just like. Fighting over positions on <laughs> the like, a a big projects, wasn't it? And I mean, there was a lot of people there that I think were doing it right, though, that just like spent their entire time there just working on as many projects as possible, sure, and yeah. like just, just working their way in as, as a PA or whatever they could, you know, do on another person's project. And I think those people probably got the most out of that experience. I think I was spending way too much time smoking weed and you know, goofing around with my dumb college friend so i didn't probably maximize i didn't i don't think i maximized the experience but i i would say that i did make a lot of wonderful uh uh friends and and uh in in your case i think probably lifelong you know like colleagues yeah like totally out of the experience you know like you said like there's not a lot of people that we still are in touch with from that time i think
2: that's just like of a thing because i kind of look back and i know there's a few of them that like live in new york now yeah. or something yeah. like that and do and, and i'm i'm so far connected from like the east other than one person that doesn't even work in the industry of there but like all <laughs> my f- close friends that moved there yeah. ended up leaving but i know a couple people from our class still do stuff there but when i look back at it i'm thinking like I'll, we started out here like when we came out to los angeles yeah. and we moved out from florida because i my, you were you were like with me where you would do some gigs in florida for a little like like we weren't We weren't one of those people that had all the money to go to the big city. And, you know, you and I were like people like we had to build ourselves up to where we could afford to do it and still
1: kind of try to go out with a plan to execute. I lived on a couch for the first eight months I lived on here. And then for the next like... Five months, I was on a air mattress. Yeah. In like a $500 a month room in a random house in the valley. Yeah. With people I had. I really had no idea what I was getting myself into in no. a fucking house. And like, it, it, it was I a remember we hit, for a long time. Uh,
2: yeah, you lived in a little studio for a little bit. Yeah, and we, and we built the room for Felipe or like another student, oh ex-student ex, ex from Full Sail, yeah. and because he was like putting more money ex, into it or something like that. Is yeah, more like it. we, we <laughs> built him a room, like because a lot of us knew how to build sets and we're building sets, including yeah. myself. So we came in, we were like
1: building his bedroom, so and we then, just scaled it up yeah. with two by four and yeah, plywood. Yeah, it plywood and was we said, plywood. Well, we're yeah. builders now. And then they're
2: like, <laughs> "Oh, well, where's Matt's going to?" sleep they're like well he's gonna sleep on the roof of that on thing. the roof
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and we were like oh oh okay well i guess we should probably put some reinforce- <laughs> we should probably
2: reinforce this a little bit yeah. better than And in the
1: first night the first night i put my fucking air mattress up on top of that structure we had built and went to sleep on it the fucking plywood because we put the rough side up <laughs> the fucking plywood just popped my air mattress and i was down on the floor for like a <laughs> week trying to like just not be a miserable fuck. I will say uh, so the
2: idea going into that was really entrepreneurial of you guys <laughs> and I, I'm never going to deny that for anybody because you guys went in with a fucking plan. You're like, we're going to rent out this art studio. We're going to build our rooms in it. Yeah.
1: Sleep in it. Rent out the space. Yeah. And- Which literally only happened once and it was a <laughs> huge flop. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, were, we, we were all fucking, you know, Dreams and starry-eyed little yeah. fucking whimsical unicorns. We thought we could just make, you know, fucking turn shit into lemonade. But no, <laughs> we were fucking... We, we were so stupid. It, it, the whole idea behind it, the space alone was so, like, lacking. And and, and we didn't have, like, the power that we needed. We didn't no. have... Like, like, you couldn't really do a, 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 a... It wasn't scalable at all. Right. It was just like rock bottom scale yeah, stuff sure. that we could produce in that space yeah and so like we you're <laughs> we just yeah. talking about it where you started the podcast we we would shoot like garbage music videos yeah and just like most of the time it was like rentals because uh, the, the uh, guy that we were working with uh he owned cameras and so he would rent the cameras out and like he would create relationships with producers uh from that and so sometimes he'd be like well i do have a space you can rent for blah 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 like this and that he used that as an inn to get the space rented out it only ever worked like i think honestly twice (laughs) Uh, but like the the two couple of things that we shot in there you know it it was just such a restrictive space it was it was small it like it was a live-in like studio loft it wasn't totally and and the guys who lived there before us like owned some like uh workout instructional video company that they did together. Yeah. And so like they had lined all the floors with like rubber like gym matting. Oh yeah. It was all <laughs> <gym> <laughs> matting. That's right. And so like most of the time honestly we used that space. Like me and my other roommate at the time, we were just like he used to box. And so we would just wake up in the morning and do like some some boxing training and like, <laughs> you know, run pads on each other and just like work on our striking a little bit <laughs> i remember like because
2: everybody in that little lot there were a bunch of studios side by side so like your neighbor was like a nude photographer oh or something like God, that and he dude. left the blinds completely open i would come I... home
1: i would come home and just see him like fucking some random model with her tits pressed up against the, the window. yeah it was all glass and like he would just like he'd just be behind her just going to town and just throwing me the thumbs up with a big old <laughs> smile and his <laughs> douchebag mustache oh, that he's yeah. the handlebar mustache yeah, the that he had <laughs> and oh my god he was just he was the weirdest guy but honestly like live your best life like he was just crushing totally. it totally i
2: mean he was getting rentals from the studio that's was, for
1: yeah. sure yeah <laughs> got, at least he got more clients than you guys did Dude, he I mean, he had like th- he had three like step and repeat backdrops that he just would like, interchange, yeah, totally, and like he would just photograph women, different different models and and nude models and stuff like that. And he dude he was making a killing. I just remember like every time every time he would like interact with me, he'd be like. Yeah, you know, I just I bring these girls over, you know, we shoot a little bit, and then I like make them some quinoa, and then we fuck. (laughs) 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 He always had a bowl of quinoa. He always had a fucking bowl of quinoa. (laughs) Oh, what you eating there? Just some quinoa, man. I'm just eating some quinoa. (laughs) And he talked like that, too. He had this like, he had this like, just. Just shy of like effeminate twang on his. On his no, voices. no, it's like, it's when you think about people that live in L.A., this funny, is man. like the prime person that Dude, you probably think of. Real quick, he's a perfect example of just that like L.A. aesthetic. Yeah, just, yeah, totally. He had like the like like this crazy chin chin beard thing. Yeah, just, <laughs> like it was colored like three different you know hues. Just a <laughs> nut. Just I and like it, between him and like the entire band that lived next to him that were like producing an album yeah. and like just it oh, was crazy it was, right. crazy. Yeah. There was, it was a bunch wild, of a little bit different thing it yeah. was a wild little uh, living situation i was in for a minute totally i don't, I don't think i would do it again no <laughs> <laughs> I'm not at this point in your life i don't <laughs> <No>. think so <laughs> i'd have to be destitute <laughs> yeah
2: yeah um I think, though, like, even, even, like, there, so when we first moved out or whatever, there was a handful of people from college and from wholesale yeah. that were out here. Yeah. There was a bunch. Yeah. I don't know any of them out here well, anymore. I know, uh, I know
1: Robin, maybe. Yeah. Like, I know
2: uh, there's a couple, um, but a lot of Mike them just. Mike is
1: still writing and doing his thing out cool, here, too. Cool. I just, yeah. We're not really talking anymore, but. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you go, I'm I mean, late.
2: you do get older and go your own ways. Yeah. And, 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 I, I think if, if they, if, if you're not directed uh directly involved in art department I probably yeah. haven't s- stuck too close to you yeah. unless you're really really cool. No, I, I I just there was nobody else out here besides like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um I think you're all I hung out with in school anyway, so it's just like it's kind of good that it just like landed that you ended up in 44 anyway. I would probably be, still be friends with you regardless, but Probably, yeah um luckily this way it turned to helping out each other with jobs every once in a while mostly
1: mostly on your end yeah you've hired me i think probably more than i've hired you i don't know maybe it's
2: been a minute (laughs) i keep telling you man you gotta come hang out in the prop world for a minute
1: i i want to man it's just like never works out i feel like every time i get a call from you i'm always working like totally it it happens in our industry where we just get so busy
2: totally (laughs) But
1: um, the people you want to work with are never available. <laughs> uh, that's I mean that's that's
2: usually the the case cuz they're that good though. Um oh yeah. I'll Would you like one to one Yeah, w- he he brought like this vaporizer. Here, so we can talk about it. He brought like this vaporizer, <laughs> Silver Surfer thing, and I haven't smoked a vape in a while.
1: Yeah, so we're uh getting fucking beaked, dude. I love this thing. He's got a sticker of like a dude with a huge afro. It's afro one. man.
2: Oh, it's Afro man.
1: It's actually uh a uh, uh Uh, Local 44 guy that I've worked with a few times designed that sticker. Oh,
2: he made stickers of Yeah, he
1: designed that sticker, like, back in the, like, uh, like late 80s, early 90s, and, like, posted the stickers all over town. Sure. Uh, Posted the stickers all over town, like, everywhere. Graffiti slapped them up, you know? And I guess when Afro Man came out, people started associating that image with Afro Man. And, like... You, you know how artists get fan mail and fan art and all that shit i guess it like became this thing where <laughs> he like his 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 art was stolen and yeah. utilized by this big artist not intentionally but like through his fan base like associating the artwork with him yeah so it kind of like his his art got kind of like co-opted by afro man's yeah base. Totally. <laughs> yeah it's a trip
2: anyways what made you want to go to full sale? Like, I just oh go yeah, are yeah. you asked me that earlier? No, um, I, I I think I asked you. We talked about what the school was <laughs> and what you expected for that. Oh, okay, okay. I'm good at reeling back. Even I if we know, go like, I we can go ten minutes off. people
1: will be like, oh yeah, <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. I, I I wanted to go to uh, film school. But the idea behind me going to film school is all about me. Like, when I went to like, when I was in like high school and middle school, I made a bunch of like. Uh, like skate videos and shit with all my skater friends like I was never fuck. I still can't fuck around on a, a skateboard especially not with my knee out of socket but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the uh, the yeah we would make these skate videos we had all kinds of fun just basically like you know cueing shit up to music and, and just like you know goofing around with yeah. shitty like still cameras that had like a five second video function and you know just right. garbage like what, whatever we could get our hands on like dicking around with it and making you know whatever we could because that was the era of like jackass and cky right and all of yeah that. And I, I went through a phase of that. It was, of was course we we're yeah. like yeah
2: i if you haven't if you haven't uh taken a laundry basket and <laughs> taken it down the stairs then clearly you're
1: not a child of the 90s no you're not <laughs> you weren't you weren't raised in the late 1900s like like us old farts. um <laughs> uh, no nah, but yeah we uh i just i'd always enjoyed that aspect of it even like the editing and all that i enjoyed that uh as a career i could never edit but <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i got into like high school and did a few projects here and there with like the av club and stuff like that and i enjoyed it i always enjoyed it i always was a big movie nerd and buff and like loved to watch films and analyze them and talk about them with my friends and everything and like try to get to the nitty-gritty of it and get all nerdy about it and talk about directors and think we were yeah. you know, educated film buffs and yeah anyways Oh, I, I decided that when I was in college, when I went, I went to a uh, uh, community co- Corning Community College in upstate New York, when I graduated high school, and when I uh, when I was there, I took a really great um, like TV and media production class, uh, and the teacher was like just so cool and supportive and helpful and and really like connected with us and was able to help us really create very like interesting projects we made like music videos and stuff and yeah uh we made our own like commercials and and ads and things like that and it was a blast I, i thoroughly enjoyed it and i think i had been looking for a creative outlet that kind of as a as a kid i i tried a lot of different things and nothing ever really stuck yeah and when i found sort of like filmmaking when i think i really kind of put the pieces together of how much i had enjoyed all the little projects i'd made throughout my life when i got to college and try and and started like producing things on a on a slightly more prosumer scale instead of instead of just straight consumer garbage I it's not all garbage. I apologize for anyone who makes content with consumer products, <laughs> um, but uh, but not. Nah, I, I just like I I really enjoyed the technical aspect of it, the challenge involved with getting things, you know, just right. I loved lighting and and like th- all the different things that you could do with the camera and with the like the the technical aspects of things. It's just the like sheer kind of. Um scale of of how open it was you know how 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 kind of open-ended it was for your creativity you could do really anything as long as you had the right sources the right resources um and so i just kind of i got really like kind of obsessed with the idea of like going to film school i wanted to like maybe this is what i should be doing yeah this this community college everything but this class in community college feels wrong so I was like, I don't want to go to a big school. I knew that I didn't. I knew that like academia wasn't for me. Like high school was fine. I got through it, I, but sitting in a classroom was too much. I just couldn't like manage. And I wanted to like work. I wanted to work with my hands and I wanted to make something creative. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna go to film school and I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the movie industry somehow. I'm gonna make TV and movies. Yeah. And I'm gonna try and you know exercise my creativity as much as I can. But I'm going to be, I always taught to myself, like, I'm going to try and be pragmatic about it and get a job that I can, you know, manage and that will make me, you know, happy. Yeah. And it it took a while for me to find that. But I feel like I'm really there. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm in a good place and I like what I do. And, like, I love the people I work with probably a good 78 to 84 <laughs> percent of the a time a lot of the time but same <laughs> as the people that you liked in film school to be fair exactly you know it's always a mixed bag and you never know like you that's the thing too is like one of the best things about working in our industry is we move from job to job to yes, job if you don't like them in the next one it's always temporary
2: i think i think i think when i first started going when i we when first started going to college they had said like a lot of uh uh, weird statistics or whatever sure. like oh how many of you are success or they try to get even to try to get you to go there it's yeah like, oh like 75 percent come out of college and go into the industry 90 percent <laughs> bullshit yeah is what that yeah, is. yeah. <laughs> check ch- <laughs> check them out maybe like 10 years later and ask again yeah. because that's not the same and honestly uh, i i want to say i mean if, if you're going to film school right now and you're listening to this like that those statistics aren't about, like, oh, will I make it in the industry? Because I remember when I was going down to college, it was like, oh, whether I'll have the chops to make it, kid. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. such a far fetched thing. It's almost like saying, I want to be a famous director or, or something like that. It's not really the case. It's, yeah. if you want it, you're going to get it and you're going to work in the industry. Yeah. Like, I think what we had a really good, uh, uh, they're not professors. I don't want to give them that much credit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shout out Matt Nielsen. Love you, buddy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we, had, we had amazing volunteer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were really... We had, so we
2: had some great, some great, great teachers. Great, great teachers. Uh, but was it Jason... What was his name? J- the producing teacher. Jason oh, something. Do Jason, you remember him?
1: Yeah, Jason... Chandler? No. What the hell was his name? Yeah, see, are you going to make me log into going, Facebook right now? I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm, like, <laughs> open
2: on Facebook. Yeah, I got to do a whole Jesus, login if I want to do it. What the hell
1: was his name?
2: I think his name...
1: <laughs> it's not even coming up. Oh, this is Natasha. That makes sense. That's my wife's Facebook account. <laughs> That's
2: not helping me at all. No. Um, he was a producing teacher, and he, yeah. had, the, he had that, like... I, I liked his lectures because they were always, like, building up. But what he would always say, like, if you want it, you're going to get it. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, and I think that's true because, honestly, those statistics come out, and it's it's not 90%. It's more, like, maybe 50, if that. Maybe Actually, probably our class, maybe closer to, like, 25% that are actually still working in the industry, right? Sorry. There's probably more like 25% that are working in the industry. Jason Blanchard.
1: Blanchard. Yeah, that's the guy. That's yeah. him. Yeah. Dude, he was great. That That's one of the most infectious public speakers I've ever met. Yeah. That dude needs to be like the next uh, – what's the Tony guy? Tony uh, – he's got like a Netflix show, but he's like a public speaker guy. He's like a oh, motivational speaker. Sure, sure. And yeah. Like, uh, oh, he needs to be that because that – honestly – that you would you would come out of that guy's classroom so fucking pumped, pumped up, yeah. You would just be like, "Oh, I'm ready Man. to fucking like he, go." Uh! He he
2: he did one of the last classes that we had at Full Sail, and then the very last day of it, like right as we're about to graduate, he plays like the Eminem theme song, and he or dun 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 dun, you know the Eight Mile thing, and he just runs out and he's like, "All right, it's on you guys now. We did it. This is your shot." And you know what? Like uh, they all like, yeah. You left kind of pumped. Some of them were kind of corny, but it was always he had the big Top Gun intro <laughs> yeah. one coming oh in that was God. super famous. Like his yeah. lectures were famous, like, it, 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 like among yeah among
1: the students among for the sure. students
2: for sure. Yeah. And 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 they were super infectious for sure. Uh, but like they had merit too. Like yeah. I mean, everything he said was completely. He's like, oh, if you look at yourself, and you're three months in, and You still you haven't been on a on a film set in three months. He's like that's that's on you at that point. It's on. He's like everywhere I've gotten to this point was mostly from some of the things he taught us. Like I took a lot of that to heart. He had said, "Sure, when you move out to Los Angeles, if you once you figure out what you want to do." Which I kind of. I mean, it's I knew I wanted to be in art department, and it rocked a little bit till I fell right in the crevice of props, but. He, you know, he said, get out there, and if you're not writing 100 emails a day or applying to 100 jobs a day on all the various websites, finding the emails of the people that are doing the job that you aren't doing, he's like, even if you don't, as long as you get a reply, as long as it's like giving you some good advice, he's like, that's a win. If you, yeah. he's like, out of 100, maybe one will reply. And out he's of the right. 100
1: that reply, maybe one will offer you a job. He's absolutely right. Like, everybody I know who's kind of like, well, okay, so not everybody I know, because there's a lot of people in this industry who get in via family, you know, family and friends. Yeah, that's and, not and what I'm talking they get about. Grandfathered yeah. in, but if you're look, if you're from fucking Midtown, Iowa, you're right, and like you want to fucking work in movies, you want to be a filmmaker at, in any capacity. Realistically, like, and I'm not bullshitting you. Film school was great, but if you just fucking move to Los Angeles or maybe Atlanta uh, or New York. And say, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to pursue it until my fingers bleed. Sure. Then, like, you're going to fucking find somebody who's willing to take your enthusiasm and oh, turn of it into success. Of course. Like, someone else will eventually take you under their wing and say, like, yeah, we love that you will are working as hard as you possibly yeah. can for this goal. And we see that, and we see you, and we want to give you a chance. Like, it will happen. It's I've just had- about finding i making those opportunities and
2: being on it all the time right and i try to return that you know what i mean like now that i've gone in like and i've told like i've had i've had some teachers like reach out to me hey i have a student they're looking for if you have anything and it just so happens to work out oh i have this non-union art project they are trying to get into art let's see what you can do see if you got the chops kid (laughs) you know exactly see if you can hang i've done Mm -hmm. that more than once if you send me a facebook message or you email me uh I will always message back. I will always give you advice. If you tell me you want to be in my rank, I'll throw you somewhere. I'm not guaranteeing you I'll get you a job, but maybe something will comes up. And if you're enthusiastic and you're trying, like I'm
1: always going to like try to
2: help that person totally. out. Cause I've been there, you know, totally. you
1: know it. And this is for the film school kids and kids who want to get into this union. Like, if if uh do that hit him up on facebook or whatever hit up mikey if you want to hit me up you're gonna have to get my email (laughs) i'm not on facebook ever (laughs) (laughs) i'm on instagram sometimes uh you know but like all of that is just i uh, yeah just yeah what's your what's your union dresser and he's a lead man i'll just pass
2: you to him perfect (laughs) perfect
1: no but honestly like i'm open to that too like i i I haven't done many non-union projects since I've joined the union. I've just been lucky to keep kind of sure, yeah. sort of consistently working. I have periods off where I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just going to take a month off here and like, you know, yeah. recollect my thoughts yeah. or whatever. Uh, and that's another great thing about our industry is you don't have to request time off. You can right. just, you know, when your job's going to be over. And if you don't want to work, totally, <laughs> you can choose not to work. totally. And um, like, it's, it's crazy, but, but like, hit me up because I do love to, I do love to, I, I, I'm been in this industry, been in this industry long enough to say that I like, I enjoy passing on any information or knowledge that I've leaned or I've learned from this industry. I love passing it on to other people. If they don't know something or if they come to me and they want to learn something and I can teach it, I will absolutely, absolutely give anybody an opportunity to learn. and that's I think that's all that we really should be doing as That's what
2: people did for us. Yeah. That's what people did for me. That's the only reason I'm working on this is because like I reached that's what they said. He said reach out to everybody. You think they're too big, it doesn't matter. They'll give you advice. Yeah. I reached out to the production designer that did Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, <laughs> like he did every single yeah. Adam Sandler movie and he was one of the people that replied and I worked for him on a few more than one job. He like tight, got man. me going in like I mean, again, I fell into, I started to fall more into props, so I, I spewed in a little bit different direction, yeah. but you figure that out. I, I'd say that's what Full Sale did for me, too. Uh, I went to Full Sale being like, I'm going to be a director or an editor. <laughs> then I sat down at the editing bay for like, for like four hours a a night as they were like teaching you avid and stuff like that and i was like i do not want to be an (laughs) editor (laughs) i
1: remember those days in the fucking dark hole just like yeah you remember uh (laughs) you remember how me and uh and kyle and uh what was this uh bobby where i I was partnered with bobby as an editing partner on one of our other classmates uh, on uh, our like sixteen millimeter film project that sure. we had made, we, every every class like we do divvy the class up into like two groups to shoot two separate projects, and then all the people who worked on the separate projects would divvy into like pairs to edit their own version of the whatever was shot. And uh, <laughs> we just we just edited fart sounds over like every single action beat in the script, like, <laughs> like like or in in the in the footage. Like we literally just any time that there was like a a, a an action beat of anything, of something moving, someone taking a step, so any every sound effect in our cut. Was just farts. And like, were they at least different types of farts? You (laughs) you had no idea. Dude, remember they had like a, a library, library of sound effects. And there was like a solid folder of just (laughs) farts, just stacked high with farts and all of them different, distinct and very, very uh, versatile. Because we just fucking used the hell out of them. <laughs> and then I think I did the same thing for our 35mm project because it was just too <laughs> funny the first time. And the, th- the second time, it was fucking great. Was that your official,
2: like, submission? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Well, we watched it in front yeah. of the whole class. It was Everybody got a fucking taste. It was fantastic. What, I remember, because everybody edited
2: it, and then the, you vote on who's, yeah, who's, who's the who's, final who's cut. cut. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Oh, <laughs> my God. We,
2: our class, I think, was one of the last classes that got offered 35 millimeter, I believe. Right.
1: I think 35 lived on for a little while after we after we left. They I think they, it was like maybe two or three years after we left that they switched to digital. Uh. Um, they, they had digital cam. They had like red cams and stuff uh, in their inventory. When we were there, but they really only like rented them. I remember off they pages. off. I, mean, I
2: remember they offered it up because they're like, "Oh, you're yeah. 35. You could do on the red, or you can do yeah. it on the 35." And everyone's like, "Fuck no, I want to yeah. do the 35." I think <laughs> they, they
1: bought them because they knew that the things were changing. And they, and when we talk about the red camera, we're talking about the fucking red one barrel. Yeah, I'm sure the it, giant. Yeah, fucking I'm sure they have BC mostly boy. Alexas and stuff now. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. you they have the. They got to. Yeah. they got to. It's red dragons and Alexas and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, they're 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 all over it. For sure. But, yeah, man, that was – dude, those editing classes were so stupid and fun. And, like, it was literally just me and, like, one of my stoner friends – just getting really high before going to editing class yeah. and, and sitting down yeah, and playing they, with fart sounds. Yeah, a lot of the teachers. Oh, there, education. I, I liked.
2: I liked <laughs> the school more than what you were saying, like uh, uh, what the typical theory school, specifically because of that. And that was. I, I. I know that I think it's about pumping as many kids out of the school as possible, oh, yeah. but I know they would say they would say, "Well, you're doing the same thing that you're on. You're going to be doing on set. So, yeah. so like the same people that you're drinking." Like into the wee hours of the morning, uh, the same people you're going to be staying up all night with on set. Which, in a in a a way, that's totally true. Mm -hmm. Um, And
1: yeah, because fucking set crews get together and party, man. That is a no, yeah, totally, (laughs) totally. A lot of
2: like, like it was funny because the the guys all tripping shrooms and doing weed or whatever. They weren't they weren't like oh. You're gonna have to grow up. No, they're still tripping shrooms and smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> this is deep in the industry, man. And they're adults and they're still doing that and Maybe, doing all night. Yeah, with these
1: crazy hours. But <laughs> that's why they talk about like the. You, you hear all the old guys on set talking about the '80s and how they all used the to cof. have fucking a big platter of cocaine at the craft Crafty services table. table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, those guys are not joking. That is a corroborated story sure. by many an old guy that I have met in this industry. Yeah, yeah. Like. <laughs> I mean, you there are way too many people confirming it for me not to believe that there were pl- literal platters of cocaine oh, yeah. that were yeah. just laid out for the crew. Like, it's. Nuts. I wonder. I wonder if that was like in
2: the production budget.
1: Yeah. Most <laughs> of the t- Yes, that is that is also part of the Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Also corroborated by multiple sources. <laughs> like, like it would just be like in the craft service budget. They just weasel it in there somehow and call it fucking Snickers or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> Why did you spend
2: $1,200 on Snickers? Crew like Snickers. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know Where'd how much we're going to need for next week.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably $2,200 you know, worth oof. of Snickers. Right? Might not be
1: enough. <laughs> might not be enough. Whoa, the demand's getting higher, higher. yeah, yeah. yeah. Where but yeah, um, if if you're in film
2: school though, and you're graduating, or and you're worried about it, uh, it's it's gonna be fine. What we were saying, it's like, if you want it bad enough, you're gonna get it. That doesn't mean that you're not gonna have to work for it. Like we just said, you're gonna have to like email absolutely everybody. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to reach out to people, just take advice, and just listen to what people say. Yeah. Uh, like it's gonna take you a good. Seven, eight, I mean, ten. I'm still fucking learning. Like I go into every job still. Like it's one of my first jobs, and I'm willing to listen to everybody. I don't care how little you are. I don't care how new you are to the industry. Like there's something to be learned from everything and how to do things. Like, yeah, yeah. You'll find your loop. Yeah. You, know?
1: mm-hmm. um, you got to be open like that. Like, yeah. It's, it's yeah. And
2: as we said before, like uh, we didn't get out of Florida till at least a year after we graduated. Like huh. we we stayed and we worked. We built up. We got whatever penny we can make there was there's jobs everywhere we so. tried to
1: apply what we learned out there in the the, the very limited market that is you it works sud- mid central yeah, florida but totally yeah like i uh, we got i got tricked into shooting a porno nice, like, <laughs> nice. Like, there's all kinds of like silly uh stories that i could get into yeah. from florida
2: i accidentally I accidentally ended up booking spring breakers, not knowing what it was. And it worked out really, really well. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like it's just there's there's a lot at your disposal around you. There's a lot of good ways to make money in the time. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's pretty harsh if you have to go if you have to go home fine, but still keep doing your craft and try to do something that's related to Until you can get the money to go out, because I would say one thing that threshold a lot of people that we know is they went home and they ended up getting a job doing something else to try to build up, and then they just forgot it because they started getting up in that company or doing. I feel like that happened to happens to a lot of people, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's 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 difficult. Like it, it was it was hard for me. I mean, I moved out here on a song. Like, it was hard for me. I didn't have, you know, really much in my pocket. I actually, I, have a, I was lucky. I have an uncle that lives out here that helped bail me out a few times. Right. Probably more times than I'd like to admit. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, the first few years that I had out here in Los Angeles were really difficult for me to, like, build up a, a big enough network to really get uh, get. To the point where I was able to afford making or living out here. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're gonna uh, live on some couches. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. was I was couch surfing. Like I said, I was I was on an air mattress in a couple of places. You know, it was it was difficult for sure. Yeah. But like once you find enough people that like your work ethic, and like you and the person that you present yourself yeah. as when you're on set, like if you're able to like keep your keep your temper under control and not cause any problems. If you don't stir the pot, you show up, you do your work, you do whatever's asked of you. Even if somebody comes up to you and like hostily tells you to do something one way when you're already doing it some other way, just be like, okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you don't have to, you know, fight the guy or try and like say like, no, I know what I'm doing. Like, it's not important if, if somebody else is just yelling at you for no reason, just do whatever they say. Yeah, and just do it. It's not worth it. If like, your boss comes at you and says like Why? Why are you doing it this way?" and I'll just be like, "That guy right over there told me, and he yelled at me." Yeah, yeah. and like, and they'll be like, "What the fuck are you doing yelling?" <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's you're. If someone else uh, has the the gall to do that, then they're gonna get shit on for it. So, and I th- you don't I think- have to like. I've I've gotten in situation. I've seen a lot of people get in situations where it's like just they get kind of flustered over you know instructions or or, or criticisms yeah and it's like not necessary i think
2: the biggest piece of advice i could give to anybody going to film school is for when you get out here the best way to get ahead is don't be a dick
1: <laughs> that's very much simmered down to the the essence of it it really is yeah, yeah, it <laughs> really just is. don't be a dick
2: like <laughs> honestly like i've I, i've been on enough sets to know that like you could be not amazing at your job, but, man, if people just want you around for 12 hours, yeah. they will hire you way quicker than the dude that's a dick, but, like, fucking grade A, yeah, uh, art department, prop dude, grade A. Like, you could do your job perfectly, mm-hmm. but if you're an asshole... You're going to get fired or you're not going to be brought back. Like, That's what you're remembered for. You're totally remembered for yeah. it. So it's like, it's, it's your personality. Like you, so out here, you got to learn how to take a little bit of a beating yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. and just be like, eh, it's not worth it. <laughs> no.
1: and, and, and 95% of the time it isn't worth it unless somebody's like really stepping on your, yeah, sure. your job or, or like stepping on, you know, your, what you need to do and causing you problems. Like even then it's better to bring it up to your superiors and never get into confrontations on set. That's my big piece of advice. I guess is like, don't just let that shit slide because it's, if somebody's coming at you like that, they're going to get in trouble for it. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be the ones to to pay for it. You don't have to fucking escalate things to, to, you know, to, to get out of it. It's just, just carry on (laughs) and just carry on and let, bygones be bygones most of the time and you will always you know be respected for the person for being a bigger person in that situation or those Definitely. kinds of situations but, well yeah.
2: i think it's i think it's time that time in the show um well first i will
1: refill your beer <laughs> i mean you were <laughs> with you were at this, it with this growler the growler of of of
2: tapped we are drinking the tap of 805 so just just quick before we move on to the next segment humble brag yeah yeah no. <laughs> with with the uh with the kegorator out there uh, brag. I, we've definitely been talking about the kegerator a little bit well we had it was tapped with fat tire at 805 well we drank all that it went <laughs> <laughs> it went a lot quicker than I thought having two five gallon kegs so this time I got the 15 gallon keg but you I, would I only fit one of those so I only have one on tap it's eight oh five, and I'm gonna take another hit of this uh,
1: vaporizer. I'll try it. No, <laughs> no I won't. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can talk while he's doing that. <coughs> no, I can't. Oh boy, we're doing fine. Oh no, we're totally going into the next <laughs> segment hard. Um,
2: we're about to talk about some TV and movie news. I gotta make some music to go with that, like do 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 do. Something that's yeah, like a little cinematic, sting. yeah. You gotta I don't have know a why. I, you know what? We've we just passed a hundred episodes, so I think like it's time to add some like deep back effects. Like we have established, segments. yeah. Get yourself a little mini board and I just beep, beep, boop See, boop boop boop. It's right here. I just got to program it. Oh boy, p- I have one too that I literally have
1: no idea how to use. I
2: figured out how to use it, but then I thought Nick our producer was going to take it over. But then now I'm realizing I'm more producing and he's more get, yeah, uh, he's co-host yeah. now. He's, he's no producer anymore. So yeah. I got to program it. I, I set up this nice little table, so it's going to go right here. Perfect. So I can be like, ha, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can have a blues clues, like yeah. fucking. <laughs> 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 That's what it sounded like. Just I, I did start pulling, oh, like
2: I started pulling little, uh, sound clips for already like, uh, like our roommate really likes to like go back on things or whatever. So I got one from like the Goonies. Sure. That's a, that's what I said. (laughs) So I got like a bunch of like little ones like that, that is just going to like be perfect that I, I I have to learn, you really have to learn to be quick on the trigger figure with a lot of them. Absolutely. So, uh, but we'll see, I'm going to get it hooked up. Hopefully. Um, in November when I'm actually not working or traveling or doing anything. But nice. but we're going to talk about some TV and movie news. First off, um, I think we're going to start with, uh, I always like to talk about, I, I, just got, I just went on a flight to Philadelphia. Sure. Um, and while I go on flights, uh, you seem to always get to check out movies that you didn't, I mean, th- they're always the movies that you're like, I don't care enough to see it in theaters. I'm never going to pay for it. But if it's free somewhere, I'll watch it. So uh, it's always interesting to talk about some of the movies you see. So of the course. first one that I saw was Nobody. And I'm I'm not going to lie. I, I did say when this one came out, I would probably at least buy it. That's a Bob Odenkirk action movie. I've seen it. Yeah. What did you think?
1: I found it to be, you know, it, enjoyable, but very much like it just didn't feel original. I, mean, I wasn't like I wasn't like blown away by the. I enjoy Bob Odenkirk. I've always enjoyed Bob Odenkirk. I think he's honestly a comedy genius. Yeah, sure. But I just the performance he gave was really cool. Like he was definitely like given his all to make it believable, but and and I love that he did it as his own stunts. That fucking blew me away. But man, I the, the, did he do his own? He stunts? He did, yeah. He did a
2: lot of his own stunts. Oh, that's why a lot of them looked a little. Yeah. Weak. yeah. Well,
1: no, <laughs> I mean, I mean, a lot of the good, a lot of the fighting was pretty solid, considering. I mean, yeah, some of the
2: stuff was pretty good. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, like uh, the bus scene where he's like, the bus scene was fucking cool, fucking up those five yeah. guys in the bus, like it's wild. He, he takes a fucking ass whooping with that one, and yeah, I mean, it, it was cool. It just I like, didn't really like buy the plot. It, it was too. It, it was too recycled for me. It just felt like a fucking John Wick, but like it was kind of like an a old J- yeah. John Wick.
2: It, it wasn't. I don't think it was done even close to as well as John Wick. I wow. enjoyed the movie. I thought it was thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, honestly, this this is this movie was like action from front to back almost. Yeah, dude. They did it not. W- they did not stop. <laughs> didn't
1: pause much. No.
2: Yeah, but it was kind of like a take them all down. Um, I'm interested. Do you think Bob Owenkirk's going to do more action now?
1: I think he either he is either he's got the bug or he's got it out of his system. Okay, (laughs) that's a good assessment. You know what I mean? Like either he's caught it and he's like, "Oh, this is my niche," or he's gonna be like, "Mm, "Been there, done that. Time to go back to my bread and butter." You know, totally. Who knows? But he he's always been a pretty unpredictable guy. So I honestly can't tell you either way like sure but I, I like I said I enjoyed it I think I think the probably uh where it suffers is in the writing room not I
2: the, I I agree yeah not yeah okay do you want to hear the second one this one's a little bit more of one from left field I okay. didn't even know this movie was out <laughs> Okay uh- <laughs> Okay I'm ready
1: hit me Okay <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: So this is the the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Yep. Um, so if you guys remember the original, I really... So if you think your script title's too wordy, <laughs> don't worry about it. You're good.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're solid. The,
2: <laughs> I watched the original Hitman's Bodyguard with Samuel Jackson and Ryan Reynolds, and... I really liked it yeah it was like, a great movie I was, I was like thoroughly surprised because after seeing the trailer I was like this is gonna be crap
1: and then I like watching the movie I was
2: like I liked that it was great. feel good it's it great. was
1: fun do you know you know about like the, the like internet to like TikTok obsession with Ryan Reynolds yeah okay so like I yeah. think I'm one of them <laughs> 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 so, yeah, like, that's just it. It's it's another, like, Ryan Reynolds being witty, fucking playing this, like, same basic character that he plays, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, he he just always manages to make the character likable because he's so fucking charming.
2: Oh, yeah. He can't play an unlikable character. No. Ever. Not at all. Did you
1: see Free Guy? No, I haven't seen Free it's Guy. It's amazing. Yet. I, have, I want to. It's I'm, so good. I, dude. No, no. Where the house that I live in now, there's literally a fucking movie theater right around the corner. Really? Right around the. It's like a crappy little theater, but like, who gives a shit? I used to go to Highland Park Theater. That was the yeah. worst theater Highland I've Park, ever been yeah. to. But it was only four <laughs> bucks. <so. laughs> yeah, cheapest fuck. I used yeah. to go all the time. So like, yeah, absolutely. Like I, I want to go check it out. And I, I'm like, I haven't seen Shang uh, Chi yet, or, or I haven't seen Shang-Chi. that. Yeah, I haven't seen. I gotta see that in theaters while it's still in theaters. I want to see Free Guy in theaters. Uh, free well, Guys What good. else is in theaters that I'm looking at right now? I can't even remember. It's not important. No. We'll, yeah. we, it, 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 if it's that
2: important, it will make it onto this. Exactly, list. Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> so the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Yeah, dude, it's fucking. <laughs> I Look, mean, they
2: have like the Spanish poster here. It's the Dula amazing. Explosiva <laughs> 2. <hey. laughs> I can't even this do that. Spanish accent <laughs> yeah. is on point, but He, uh pretty dama do crime <laughs> apparently that means the hitman's wife's bodyguard too oh but even God. though i i mean i know spanish and there's not a lot of the spanish <laughs> words that i know i know wife isn't that esposa? where is it okay i'm not gonna get too angry about it's not this important.
1: yeah it's not important
2: um okay like i said the first movie was a good feel-good movie uh i liked it a lot more than i thought i would uh this one is not that. This one's definitely like, hey, we got a bunch of money for another one. Uh what do we do? Uh, I don't know, dude. I
1: don't know. I look, I'm not gonna rule this one out just now. <laughs> I am not because some Hayek, some Hayek has continually throughout her entire career, I feel like she has just gotten like sassier and sassier and sassier. Like I love definitely. Her, just her fucking ability to just Pull out that like, like fiery Latina. Not to be too stereotypical, oh, but, like sure. she just like throws that out like it's like it's nothing. It just rolls out of her mouth, like rolls off her tongue. She's just perfect. She perfect definitely is that movie. in this. And 100%. in this, I mean, in the first of the Hitman's Bodyguard movie, like she was fucking hilarious. Yeah, like, she was, she was great. Funny as fu- her and and uh, Samuel L. Obviously together, we were just like ludicrous. Like yeah, they were funny as fuck together. having her head this up with ryan reynolds and then having samuel l be the outsider like the third you know the third wheel in the group who knows it could be fucking great i mean i could definitely i definitely see her just beating the shit out of ryan reynolds in this movie that a
2: lot i mean antonia banderas (laughs) is the villain so yeah
1: (laughs) what 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 about this are you unsure of (laughs) Like, <laughs> well, I've seen it. That's why I'm in shock.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. I watched it on the airplane. <laughs> Got
1: it. I'm sorry. And it I, was like,
2: oh, this. I think. You the plot for a uh, second. There. It, no, no. Honestly, it was. It, it, I don't know. I liked the first one because the charm was there with the must buckle up. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like, wear the helmet all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it was kind of like cute but now it's like okay that's already kind of been established so the the character development isn't really as much there because you already have it but yeah. they're but they're like they play on a lot of those same jokes and the story you could tell they kind of didn't know where to take it it was like a budget michael bay movie
1: that's like i feel like <laughs> i feel like that's such a hard thing to break away from when you're making a sequel like cuz when you when you establish characters And you you make your first movie, you establish your characters. You've already done all the work of like presenting them and getting them, getting the audience on board with them as 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 cool as you could possibly make it. You know, like you've already kind of like poured yourself into that. And then to follow that up. It's hard.
2: Yeah, totally. It's
1: got to be fucking hard for a writer to be able to just like follow that up and carry the audience's love for those characters through another film. Like that's why it's so fucking difficult. You don't see a lot of movies like this make a third movie, right. you know what I mean? You see a this, lot of the, these. There's no
2: third movie with the Hitman's ex-wife's bodyguards. <laughs> <or something? laughs> <laughs> like there, there is not gonna be another movie
1: for this. No, this is this is the end. You this know? is definitely like, the end. I think it, it's
2: it's got a six point one. What did what did the Hitman's bodyguard? Hold on, let me let's see here. What right. are we looking at? Okay, okay see so the, the IMDb 6.1. rating. Yeah, yeah
1: popular popularity rating down thirty one today. It's at one seventy eight. Well fuck. Look, I don't even know what kind okay. of scale that it is. It didn't
2: get that much better of a rating. It's six point nine and the popularity rating is also way down.
1: Yeah. Today <laughs> today. Still way higher than the second movie. But yeah, I mean and and I mean I'm sure a lot of that like has to do with the people who probably the like the sexist people who probably just like didn't want to see the movie because Samuel L wasn't back on top billing. Like Probably. They were like, oh Salma's the, the lead now? Oh, um, sure, yeah. I'm not gonna go see that. Like, you know, that that happens way too much in my like in my experience, at least with the people that I've been so fucking lucky to meet in my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh and I think statistically too, if I'm not mistaken. But it's just yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm for it, honestly. Yeah. Salma, Salma, get after it. You know? <laughs>
2: Do you have anything fresh that you've seen lately? Fresh? Yeah, or I don't know, uh, something that's on your mind that well, you've been on your repertoire that you really think is worth mentioning.
1: Well, I wasn't t- I wasn't uh I didn't want to spoil anything, so I didn't really go into it earlier, but I mentioned earlier I'd asked you if you'd seen Midnight Mass yet on Netflix. Right. And that
2: may have been before we were recording.
1: It was. Yeah. Um man, that fucking show is so entertaining. I thoroughly enjoyed it and it like the, it it played on all of the like kind of tropes that I've really loved throughout my life, and in movies and TV, and like it was like really dark, uh, heavily, heavily, heavily religious. Oh shit! Uh, like really, really. What's deep. it about? Cap- what is it? It's about okay. So uh, uh, without spoiling it, it's about uh, this like island community of people that are uh, consists mostly of fishermen and. Um, one of the uh the the they have they're all very religious they all go to church and this church and the uh monsignor that runs the church the pastor that runs the church uh have been there there have been a staple there since like the 20s or some shit and this guy is old as fuck he's been there his whole life preaching um and i guess the whole town pitches together to like send him on a uh mission like a uh end of life kind of uh journey or whatever to like the holy land um so he goes on pilgrimage he goes on a pilgrimage to the to the holy land and he goes and visits you know jerusalem and all that and but he's like actually deeply in uh in dementia and so he like gets separated from his group uh and just wanders off into the desert oh (laughs) yeah and uh he he like he uh actually ends up like in the middle of this crazy dust storm and then there's a, uh, he finds a cave and there's inside the cave is a vampire. Like a, like legit, well, that took a hard turn. Legit, <laughs> like a legit, like, uh, kind of Bram Stoker style, like fucking vampire. And it fucking turns him and he wakes up the next morning young again and boxes up the vampire and takes it back to his Jeez. fucking uh, like you know north northeastern america island town you know like uh new england yeah island right town. yeah cape cod yeah, yeah kind of thing it's but it's like really small much 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 smaller community uh and like f- they're failing all their their boats are fucking or their, their fish aren't biting anymore and they're like the whole town's like dying off basically and so <laughs> the 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 preacher brings him back pretends to be a different priest <laughs> and then fucking uh starts like feeding vampire blood to all the townsfolk, which creates like miracles and people are getting young again.
2: Oh. And so then, they're all getting immortalized. Basically,
1: yeah. And just like he's slowly inoculating them and like I I I am spoiling it so much what is with this called? explanation. It's called Midnight Mass. Where is it on? It's on Netflix, and it's fucking it wild. And the acting is really good. I I really enjoy it. There's like a whole like subplot with these two kids that like grew up on the island and then came back to it as adults for different reasons, and they're. It's just really fucking like, it it it. It's it's scary at times, but most of the time it's just. Like, this slow burn of, like, kind of deep mystery and drama that pulls you through it. And it's really fucking good. I was very, very into it. Awesome. Very I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah. Sorry for taking... Too. No fucking. Take I mean, no, you sold it. I was <laughs> <trying to like laughs> <everybody> sold it. <laughs> I'm glad. It was
2: good. Um, I, I mean, well, we have, like, 15 minutes or so left. I think we
1: like i'm in therapy No, i know like, yeah, we got about five minutes left so um, it's uh you know it's good stay <laughs>
2: we have quite a bit of segments on the show or or not segments but we have games and stuff like that sure. so i usually like the uh i i, I like the now that you're, you're the guests sometimes we'll ask them because they know what there's a few things we can do okay we can do <laughs> Movie in a jar. <laughs> you
1: had to adjust your hat like it's fucking. Okay. Like you're <laughs> Br- Sylvester Stallone yeah, and you're yeah. about to arm wrestle me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Over the top. That's oh one. Yeah, God. over the top. We're rally mode now. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Awesome.
2: <laughs> um, we have movie in a jar. This is the game of the job right here. So we'll pick up two, maybe three. There's just subjects, keywords, genres in there. Sure. And then you and I just got to wing a movie on the spot <laughs> like Just we're pitching it create
1: a plot Just okay a, a like plot, an elevator
2: pitch like an elevator pitch <laughs> <laughs> and it has to do with the subjects we pull out okay so, so like, that's one okay <laughs> um 48 so, hour film
1: festival got it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done plenty of those we can do this <laughs> yeah we got it.
2: Uh, there's quote that movie which since there's only two of us we would each this is a quick one we could actually probably do this one either way because okay. it's a quick one um and that's where uh You and I... It's good that you have a computer for this because I've never had that because now it's easier to bounce them off. We go on this random movie generator site. Okay. And then I will pretty much put a minute and a half on the clock and we'll tally up and then I will just ask you one by one the movies. It'll give you movies that nobody's ever heard of. You skip those movies. (laughs) You don't do that to each other. Sure. But, But you do that and then you just have to come up with the first quote that comes to mind. And whoever can get most within a minute and a half uh just wins that game okay i also did a variation since there's people on our network that do a trivia show Mm -hmm. so i was i haven't done this one yet but this is one we've talked about starting is where we could just do a trivia uh movie trivia site and just do random movie uh trivia generator okay or the last thing this one takes a little bit of time but totally cool you take either your favorite director, whatever, uh, movie list. There's a top, it's called top 10 uh, and we'll do like last week. I think we did bet top 10 cross dressing movies and we find the first list that comes up and there's always, there's always lists. Trust me. Of course. So you get to do one of those of your choice. And, and y- sometimes we have a script read, but I, I don't have time to prepare that right now. So <laughs> I'm not putting those cards, but we can do the quote, that movie for sure. But with one other of those things.
1: Um. Let's do quote the movie, and uh, I, I I like the movie in the jar. You like I feel the like the We jar? can come up with something pretty I, quick. Yeah, 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 quick and dirty.
2: I, I, we don't usually do it with two people, but you know what? This is a special it's occasion. It's gonna be it's gonna be really
1: yeah. like bottleneck. We're gonna be we're, our ideas are gonna be that much sharper. I think so. <laughs> I think so.
2: After I mean, with vaporized, less cooks yeah. in the
1: kitchen. That's it's all about. I think less so. cooks in the kitchen. Yeah,
2: because sometimes Freddie will get a little bit too happy. Somebody will, like a guest, will do a whole thing, but that he's like doesn't re- sound like Freddie at all. Yeah, yeah. So. But he's resonating over here, <laughs> well, so he doesn't hear anything they said. He goes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be good. All right. We'll do. We'll do the. We'll quote the movie first, then, and then. see. So I'm going to go ahead and have you go first. And so I'm going to take my screen off of your screen so you don't know the movie. So I usually Google random movie generator. Um, And then I think, oh, I think it's the randomer one. It should be the second one there. Yeah. Randomer.io or whatever. And then once you open that. How many movies? um, You put in 60. 60 and then you randomize it. Okay, so it should come up with 60 very clear-to-read titles, and even with the album art. Yeah, see, they got the art. You got that? Yeah. Is that what you're looking at? The album art for the movies? Yeah, the album yeah. art for the... <laughs> I think it better for the, the album art. The OST no, art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So there's a good list. I mean, you can see by looking through it right now that there's probably a bunch of movies that it's like, that's a super unquotable movie, or... I don't know what the fuck that is, bro. So, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna be so bad at this. <laughs> I'm gonna get maybe a few. I, I I don't know. This is gonna be tough. I, I'm very, very unsure of my yeah. ability to, to perform in this particular. Luckily, stressful Luckily, luckily the
2: ones you're gonna be asked are different from the ones you're looking at. So Great. The, so um,
1: just, ah, this pen sucks. I got this one working. You did get it working a little bit. Oh,
2: and as you said that, it just stops working. Yeah. You know it. Um, um, that cabinet behind you, that top, the top part of the cabinet, there's, I think there's pens in there. I'm going for them. Yeah. Yeah. Go for them. This is a very important time. I mean, this is fucking, this is quote that movie. We have to be efficient now. Is there not pens? Yeah. Okay. There's a few. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, we got options. Sharpie. There's writing devices. You better believe that. Yeah. And I get the Sharpie. Okay. Okay okay so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read the movies to you first okay and we'll get the minute and a half and then and you'll see so there's there's a couple little uh, extras to this game that you can use or not it's like you're gonna get a, a minute and a half and last a couple weeks ago we decided that if if you get creativity you get half a point so if you do the voice or you do it in yours and you, it's okay. pretty good sure then then yeah you, you get a you get a point you know you got if the passion's there yeah. Okay. <laughs> um also if uh if one movie just so happens to be incredibly quotable yeah and you like you got a ton of them in the bank <laughs> you can just you can quote it say double up and quote another one get another point of it you can go triple up and you can get another one if one's that quotable but you have to do it before i mention the title of the next movie okay
1: all right i have to say double up and then i can yeah say this quote okay yeah. all right i got you yeah Double up, triple up. All right. All right. So, dude, my wife would be so good at this game. Did you play this with her? I, I, this,
2: this segment, I think, came
1: afterwards. Okay. Okay.
2: I totally think this one came she,
1: later. She, this is like that game Anomia. Did we ever play that with you? The card game? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She's so quick on the draw with this kind of shit. Oh, I, really? I always lose. So, I know I'm going to do so good right now. <laughs> yeah, I just know I got this in the bag. <laughs> I think, let's see,
2: there's there's some quotable movies here. Hit me. Hit me, Totally. Let's make it happen. Okay. Here we go. Eternal Sunshine. Oh, you can yell Skip,
1: by the way. Skip. Okay, Taxi Driver. Uh, you talking to me? Double up. You talking to me? <laughs> 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 <love>. Triple up! <laughs> 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 I know you're not talking to me! <laughs> Uh, I mean, I got it right. Like, yeah, 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 you okay. did. Jurassic right. Park. Oh, uh, fucking! I'll take a half point for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, raising Arizona. Clever. Double up, clever girl. Oh, you already said it's Raising okay. Arizona. That's okay. I, I, I'm gonna give you the one. Okay, <laughs> Raising Arizona. Uh, fuck. How can I not quote this movie right now? I, I skip. Uh, oh, I'm Home very Alone. Very embarrassed about that.
2: Ah! <laughs> I'll give you it.
1: Pulp (laughs) Fiction. Uh, Fuck. Um, Does Marcellus Wallace look like a (laughs) bitch? Roger Rabbit.
0: (laughs) Please.
2: (laughs) All right. Mission Impossible.
1: Five minutes until (laughs) (laughs) self-destruct. Wow. Iron Man. Uh, I am Iron Man. (laughs) Yeah. I'll give it to you. Say anything. Say anything? Yep. What's that the fuck about? I, that sounds familiar. Skip yeah, Ratatouille. Uh, I don't fucking Remy.
2: <laughs> Adam's family. Oh, time. Oh,
1: fuck. All right. Well, I tried. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> let me go back to the top
2: because we're gonna go through this Remy. a little bit. Um, the fuck am I? Th-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, taxi driver. Um, you talking to me? You definitely got that <laughs> one. <laughs> I, I'm not going to give you the half point because I don't think the heart was ultra in it. Because you, you,
1: you know. You, oh, you wanted me to really get Italian about yeah, it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> t- talking to me? Yeah, see, that hey, would have been better. You, you talking to me? Yes. You you, you must not be talking. To me. You must be talking to me because there's nobody else in the room. You would have got No, 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 no. Let me finish. <laughs> you think you're talking to me? Huh? That was, I think, more Pesci than you De Niro, gotten, but... You would have gotten two whole points for that.
2: <laughs> um, Jurassic Park. You said... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I was, I was all about it. I was so ready. I was like, oh, I got this in the bag. Let me just sing the theme song like a fucking idiot. You quoted
2: afterwards, though. I did.
1: I did. I doubled
2: up. Yeah, you did. Had it, to. You got it. Okay, so um, I'm giving you a point and a half for that. Sick. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> I feel like I earned it.
2: <laughs> Miss Chocolat.
1: What? Chocolat. Chocolat. Oh, did I skip that one? I think so. Oh, I didn't uh, even remember you saying that one.
2: Did you get anything from Raising Arizona? I no, so. it yeah, was yeah, I totally I, that made me, me very Pulp upset. Fiction.
1: I need to rewatch that. Pulp Fiction. I said, "Disney sells look like a bitch." <laughs> yeah, and that's a hundred percent.
2: Home Alone. Ah, yep. I gave you a point for that I, I, I one. I think. I think I that is. I fully definitely gave you a point. One for that One of the most recognizable oh, lines yeah. from the film. Yeah, 100%. if not the most. Roger Rabbit.
1: Please. Yeah,
2: I gave you that one.
1: I feel like I. Yeah, I worked for it. And Iron Man. I am Iron Man. I should have doubled down on that one. I had more in the in. Deep in my mind, grapes.
2: Yeah, and that's, <laughs> I think that's all you really. I mean, you said ratatouille Yeah, uh, I uh, said ready. Uh, like, uh, what the fuck is that uh, supposed to be? <laughs>
0: uh, ready. Uh, so
2: let's let's tally them up. Okay. You got six and a half. Fuck yeah. I, I think that's I think that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah what's yeah. your What's your top scorer? Uh, been your you you tied this? Loomer last with last week. Okay. So uh, that's pretty far up there. I don't keep the pages a lot of times, but I think seven or eight in a minute and a
1: half is usually the highest we've nice. ever gotten. So I will accept close. that then. A B minus is very acceptable. Amount. Honestly,
2: a lot of people will come in and be <laughs> like, I, I can quote that fucking movie real quick and then they choke up the minute like, like it's, you, it's, get it's, under, <laughs> you get under pressure, man. Yeah, you that get under pressure. Um I guess, are you ready to, to
1: give me some, some fuck moves? Fuck yeah. You're going to run the timer? Yeah, I'll run the Just timer. Just tell me when. Okay. I'm ready to ready, go. Ready, set, go. 12 Monkeys. Pass. All right. Brazil. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Pass. Walk the line. Um. That's... <sighs> pass. Ooh, Billy Elliot. Pass. Open Water. Pass. Predator 2. Oh! <laughs> pass. <laughs> Uh, Star Trek 4 The Undiscovered Country. I don't fucking watch Star Trek. (laughs) Wait, live long and
2: prosper. (laughs) Yeah, I'll give you that.
1: that. (laughs) Clockwork Orange. Pass. (laughs) Fuck, it's been too long. Saw 3. Pass. Fuck, (laughs) 3. Ghost.
2: Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do like the motion again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pass. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines.
2: I'll be back.
1: That'll do it. Uh, <laughs> inspector Gadget. 1999's inspector. Um Gadget. Go Go Gadget. That'll do it. Garden State. Pass. S- uh Walt Disney Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh <laughs> I'm Hi Ho. Hi Ho. Absolutely. We're going uh, to 21 work. Grams. Ooh, I just watched that too. Pass. Being John Malkovich. Pass. Fuck. A grand day out. Pass. Dogville. Pass. Rear Window,
2: 1954. Fuck pass. Et, Et phone home. Uh, double down. Um, eww.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, Paris, Texas. Pass. Twister.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right,
1: guy. All right, we're gonna do. We're gonna. We are going to do we are going to got to do a tally. here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do a tally here. Okay. So for uh, Jesus. Oh my God, that was good. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> you skip 12 Monkeys, you skip Brazil, skip Walk yeah. the Line. You skip the whole top row. There's
2: a lot of but shitty movies there. Walk the Line,
1: Billy Elliot, Open Water, Predator 2, Star Trek 4, or 5, no, 6. Whatever.
2: I got Live Long and Prosper. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did, you did get that. I, I dumb, gave you that. Took it back,
1: yeah. Uh, what was the other one you got? Because I gave you half a point. I think I gave you half a point for Live Long and Prosper, and <laughs> then you... Uh, <laughs> Terminator 3, Inspector Gadget, you got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Garden State, you didn't get anything. No. You didn't get anything for Ghost. I, I grams. didn't even get
2: half a point for the motion. I, <laughs> I don't think
1: so. No, wait. <laughs> Ghost, I think, no. Yeah, your first half a point was that, and then I think I gave you a point for uh, Inspector Gadget. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Snow White, no. Being John Malkovich, no. Grand Day Out, no. What else did you get points for? For Hi-Ho. That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, and then ET, you got, and then I think that was. What that. about my. You, L. Yeah. That was, <laughs> I think I gave you a half a point for that sure. one. Sure. So, according to my tally, you got uh, six.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, you win this time. Hey, man. By this, half a point.
1: I, <laughs> I did what I could. Yeah, I uh, did. What I this could. this
2: sometimes is the luck of the draw. I, I think will so, say yeah. that.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't just sing any Johnny Cash song for "Walk the Line." Though. I know, it, like I, I that kinda, one. I was like, that was a shoe in.
2: For some reason, the only thing I, could, I, the only thing that kept coming to mind when that came up was "Walk Hard." <laughs> <laughs> so walk <not> like hard, <laughs> hard. I cut my brother in half. <laughs>
1: Dewey, i have in hell. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> Double down. T- <laughs> the wrong you, kid it, died. The wrong kid died. Triple <laughs> down. You don't want nothing to do with this. <laughs> like it's to it. talk about quotable movies. I know. Fuck <laughs> me, dude. That's what I mean. It's like one of those ones you could literally oh, quote oh, all Jesus day Christ. through and through. Like we did that. I think we, we said we uh, there, there's one game we play sometimes that's uh it's it, we we take a movie script and then we all do different parts because yeah. we can use you can find movie scripts online pretty easily so sure. we did that one with three of us but mm-hmm. the fun of the game is don't play it anything like the actor did so you have to make it completely different characters completely own. and we did the whole scene with them dancing with the radio the mom and pa and pa falling, <laughs> er, ma falling out the window <laughs> and like you killed your ma <laughs> But we like oh tried to gosh. change like it from a comedy to like something way more serious. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of our best reads. <laughs> That's Awesome. Um, oh I guess I, I, I guess we'll do uh, the movie in a jar. Do you want to pick two or three? Since I don't I've, like I said I've never played with two people, so I've never just done two tabs. With, but...
1: Let's do three. All right. What's I mean? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I'll let you pull two then. Okay. I can't even fit my hand in this jar. <laughs> I got these big lunchbox fists. It's a big jaw, too. Am I to look at these?
2: Yeah, so look at... Name one right now. What'd you pull? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Is it a Nick one?
1: (laughs) Whoever it was, they spelled it wrong. Yeah, it's probably Nick. (laughs) We have uh, a plumber or a gangster g a n g s e r what gangster oh nailed it oh gangster and the other one says plumber <laughs> yeah plumber
2: a plumber gangster okay we're going a gangster, on a gangster on roll plumber
1: here. we got to get a gangster plumber in this all right movie. let me see this yo i've been uh, watching a lot of oh sopranos so to Can make I'm pretty a black exploitation mario movie <laughs> Can we please? Well, well, it's, it
2: has to have has to include this one too.
1: Wait, can are we allowed to do that? We can
2: do whatever <laughs> you. want. I got freak.
1: We're t- we're already there. We're already there.
2: <laughs> okay, I get, he uh, starts.
1: He starts fucking. He gets you know real freaky on the <laughs> on the dance floor one night after a hard day of plumbing, and you know he just fucking he takes the wrong kind of drugs. <laughs> and shit gets real freaky. Okay. And he he gets down with some okay, weird okay. Koopas. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it? S- <laughs> so wait, is this plumber
1: He's, like, transported by some yeah. wild drugs and yeah. goes to Mario? World. Is this
2: is this plumber that's getting freaky and doing drugs falling into this gang life in the story,
1: or is he already? He's bringing the gang life with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's so deep in the gang life, he does not know how to <laughs> leave it behind. Okay, and he fucking brings the streets to wait, wait, can, can, Super can we Mario World <laughs> <Mario laughs> <laughs> Can we give
2: this guy a name? <laughs>
1: fucking Mario. What's I mean, or his or name or Mario? <laughs> he could be Mario. Fuck, <laughs> gangster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we just call the movie Gangster his Mario? Gra- <laughs> his grandmother was his, his grandmother was was Spanish and, uh, or she, was, <laughs> and she, Sally? she was she was El Salvadoran. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah.
2: So the movie's called Gangster Mario. (laughs) (laughs) We can do better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what the fuck! Like it it, could be called These Shrooms, Yo. His
1: it could be called These Shrooms. That These Shrooms. (laughs) shrooms. Uh, But like his name could his real name could be Mario, but he could have a dope like black exploitation like. Kind of like uh pimp, fucking handle that he goes by like you know, sh- shaft and shit you know like yeah. sh- like that's not <laughs> shaft. I, was, I think his name was actually Shaft though actually like, yeah. that was, like his last name or something but but still you know like uh fucking yeah any any of those films you know all the, they they always create a character that okay, those people sure. kind of okay. inhabit so. so
2: titles working um, <laughs> we know it's Mario though we so, know it's gotta uh, be. Can we can we uh, can we cast this person real quick? Who is our main? Uh- Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah, you, you were quick
1: on that. I had him. I had him locked in my mind yeah. early on.
2: I can see it. Yeah, I saw for him, sure. I
1: saw him recently in some some movie where he like falls in love with Gabriel Union, and like he does an American accent that's super believable. And I was like, yo, fucking, he can play anything. This guy's got range. Oh yeah.
2: Okay, Idris Elba is playing uh, Mario. If he's and not
1: too busy being the next Bond, yeah, <laughs> dude, this ha- this has to be like
2: straight live action. I'm seeing like, uh, I'm seeing him like, start to do his day to day. But he's a gangster, so he's got. to... Wh- where can we take this place? It's, uh, Detroit, maybe? Or <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Detroit's, Detroit's a little too uh, depressing at this day in this day De- and age. Okay, true, true. Uh, I mean, I don't but know,
2: Oakland, uh, Oakland, sure, sure. Either Oakland, my vote's either Oakland or Brooklyn but brooklyn's kind of nice these days
1: well brooklyn's kind of uh uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Brooklyn's kind of gentrified yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Incredibly yeah, Okay, but we're like, going Oakland, baby Alright, Oakland <laughs> So
2: Idris Elba's a gangster in Oakland <laughs> He's just running around Super Mario Land yeah. With a
1: fucking, like, the Pirates hat and everything Or the The, uh, yeah. the Raiders hat <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah, you can tell I love sports Yeah <laughs> go with the Raiders hat, Raiders you jacket You know, the one with the Pirates on it Yeah
2: <laughs> The hat with the black, the Pirates on it Yeah, he's just a Raider So, they're going over,
1: um They're (laughs) gangbanging. They're fucking going hard. But he just sees an untapped market. You know, he sees all these little (laughs) mushroom-headed, dumbass things that he can totally just stomp on. And, like, he knows, like, he's the king of the castle I'm I'm picturing, okay, I'm picturing that until (laughs) Bowser comes around and says, like, you're fucking my whole shit up. Like, this is all my shit. And you're over here saying it's yours? No. How do
2: they enter this world, though? I'm picturing real quick that the, uh, so... It's it's the gang the new gangster market is plumbing and they don't know that so if people like so <laughs> deliver it's like hey man I need to get some my toilet Yo, unclogged what he if- comes over and drops a fucking key <laughs> he goes unclogged and walks out and they go they work through like plumbing vans and shit and then he gets sucked into one of these <laughs> toilets one day <laughs> <laughs> it's like Space Jam kind of but <laughs> they're <a> gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> Instead
1: of a a golf a golf hole, yeah. Yeah, you fucking get sucked into to- a, to- a toilet. Wow, that's so fun. That's all. To, all he wanted to do is deliver a key. How whimsical! Yeah. Like, it's like Harry Potter and shit. Like yeah, yeah fucking toilet. And, and then he wakes up in,
2: in Super Mario Land, but he that's is so Mario, and he just so happened to bring the
1: gang with him. <laughs> See, here's here's my thing. Here's here's what I think. Like I I love I love who you're headed with it. But I feel like we could get a little deeper. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we could like what if what if he Expand. what if he was, you know, a young gang banging guy who fucking you know, left the game behind him after he did okay. his fucking st- Okay, Okay. You know,
2: you're getting a little bit more uh, emotionally, characterly involved. Let's get yeah. this to do some character
1: development. You want to get? You I want to
2: get into the nitty gritty here. You want people <laughs> to really connect, fall in love with connect him and be yeah. like, "Oh yeah, he's on his way." So and not, listen, yeah. listen. If
1: we're casting Idris, he deserves nothing less. Yes. I okay, agree. that's what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> so we, all right, this young guy, you know, gets in some trouble. He's he's involved in some bad folks, and he he. Comes back from prison. He puts that life behind him. He gets into plumbing. He gets in the union. He's, you know, he's he's leading a good life, looking for a good woman, you know, back on his grind. Who's his
2: love interest? Who do we cast for it first?
1: Well, I mean, we already know he and Gabriel Union have uh, <laughs> <a> great chemistry. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <but> That's <laughs> way
2: better than I was going for. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> no,
1: um... <laughs> But yeah, I think I think after that, you know, he he gets into plumbing, he gets into a situation like you said where he gets fucking sucked down a toilet into a magical world. Yeah. Whether that be drug involved or not. Yeah. And you know, he just fucking has to resort to his old tactics to survive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all these motherfucking giant turtle looking Yes. Yeah. With spiky shells are <laughs> jumping out of the bushes at him and shit. Oh, I'm just
2: picturing and him in a Mario Kart, but doing drive bys. For real, yeah. yeah. Like, he's, he's like pulling up, and you know, they get the box and it flips. Well, he gets the box a, and a Glock a- pops out of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's just like,
2: oh, fuck. You fuck now. <laughs>
1: He gets the, instead of getting the fucking, the tail, he just gets a goddamn, like, yeah. tech nine. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just out here with an SMG on the on the yeah. street. You guys are fucked. Now. <laughs> and a tiny little, like, Mario. God forbid he gets a star and just starts yeah. fucking murking people. Oh, my oh, god, It's so funny. Um. <laughs> but yeah, dude, he's, just, look, he's got to survive, and this is some wild shit. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what's up. He's just like, this is crazy. the 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 world is colors, and also it's two dimensional. <laughs> to- like, the world is colors I've never seen before, and it's two dimensional. And I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all flat and shit. What's going on? <laughs> and then, like, you know, he he just starts. He has to he has to pull that like that inner fucking gangster out again and just yeah. start start you know recruiting. Mm, mm, he's, he's got to recruit. He gets a whole little like Koopa army <laughs> like behind him. And hey shit. Toad, get your ass over. yeah right. <laughs> Luigi. Princess Peach is his bottom bitch and shit. Yeah. Oh, no. He's
2: like, listen, he's like, you're going to take all those shrooms, (laughs) (laughs) and we're going to sell them. (laughs) And it's gonna be amazing! Oh my god! <laughs> we make so much money. And we're, we're gonna, gonna take, take over. These, <laughs> we're gonna
1: take this shit back to fucking my home where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're gonna make a killing. Yeah, this is a, you have no. fucking This is some clue. next level shit you got here. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't even know. Yeah. So
2: if I mean, if you want to hear an ending to how this story is i mean if you want to buy this movie pitch i know all these producers out there listening their heart they want to know good stories we are willing to sell this for you and write a full-length feature (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but all you got to (laughs) do to do that i mean we have to have some writing credits and take it a lot and and we really the only way we're going to sign on to this is if you get these actors to approve first so um if you want, if you if you want to buy, so you know, reach out to us. We're at failinghollywoodpodcast uh, at gmail you can also call us. Uh, you can leave a message, leave a fun thing. Call us if you want advice. Hey, if you're a film student, call the line. Like We'll answer your, your questions on the show. We're always more than happy to uh, tell how it is, answer some real questions. Uh, but you can call 818-928-5379. You can also find that phone number. If you didn't remember it just right now when I just mentioned it, you can find it on our Instagram. And that's just that Failing Hollywood. So you can go over there. We're pretty much... We always say that we're on Twitter and we're on Facebook, but we're not. We don't check those. Um, Instagram's really the only one that we do anything with. Um... So, yeah, do all that. You know th- you know who also brought you that uh, that awesome movie pitch? It's a little sponsor we have. It's called. <laughs> They're going to be thrilled with this one. That you guys <laughs> it's a clothing company uh, based out in Tucson, Arizona. They're all rooted in hip-hop and stuff. You guys want to, like, make some awesome T-shirts over there? I'm telling you, make this Mario, and it's going to sell like wildfire because everybody that just listened wants to buy one of those types of T-shirts. We go to official.com. dot com and using promo code Hollywood. Uh, Excuse me. Fucking a. I always say don't burp on the air, but. Good it. push. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing the owner is my friend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know a guy. I know a guy. Uh yeah, it's headed to buy your own homie Kaz. Uh, the t-shirts are pretty awesome. They make pretty fucking dope hats. I wear one all the fucking time. But yeah, go OHFihl.com. use promo code Hollywood during check out to get twenty-five percent off your first purchase. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're part of an Inner Circle Podcast network. It's a it's just a network of some pretty awesome dudes it's it's the inner circle. It's uh if you could check out shows there like my little brother's show. He, he's there. He's he does um actually a a podcast similar to what we were just describing. It's it's called The Plunge. It's about plunging toilets.
1: No, it isn't. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he they they have a lot of people on and they like they uh they talk about TikTok a lot that makes sense. They do cool picks. The kids and stuff are big like into that. that these days. They are. I mean, he's like 25 <laughs> now or 26.
1: Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. I remember when but I was kids. 25 and people like people of my age would just be like, "Oh, you're still a baby." And I'd be like, fuck you. Like, hey. I'm in my
2: 30s now, bitch. Now I'm
1: in my 30s. I'm looking down on you motherfuckers like, damn, you're little. <laughs> you're so little and young and cute yeah. and innocent. But
2: his podcast is really good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, this podcast
1: probably wouldn't be here
2: without his, so there's that. Um, check out there. Uh, you could also check out uh, other shows like the Simmons and Moore podcast. Um, I was just out in um, Philadelphia for the weekend. I went to Eastern State or whatever. I didn't know Philly. They're out in um. You were in New York, so maybe you know more of that area than I do. Maybe you don't. Probably not. Probably not. They live in Asbury Park, New Jersey, which is close to Red Bank, New Jersey, and I only know that because Kevin
1: Smith grew up there. Um, I don't know any, anything about New Jersey. Oh, cool. Well, pa- turns out <laughs> that was I only an hour and twenty minutes. I know. Break. I strongly dislike the Jersey Shore. I do. Too. <laughs> but you watched it. You you no won. not really. No I, no, I avoided it at all costs. Congratulations. I mean, the little I saw of it made me sick. So I was like this is this is not for me early on yeah fair enough well these guys live in asbury park and their
2: podcast is awesome it's nothing like the jersey shore there's only one thing <laughs> good about new jersey and that is the simmons and more podcast all right and red bank red bank's pretty cool too <laughs> um there's other shows I'll take your uh, word for it yeah yeah <laughs> for sure uh, they have Jane, Jane, jane's bob's secret stash is there oh that's it's true fucking dope
1: i have seen the comic book men
2: yeah yeah exactly ming chen's a big part he's a big supporter of the simmons and more podcast that's good it is um so there's other shows we have two shows in F- oh no sorry we only have one show in florida because we just lost one of the shows in florida <laughs> let me reel that back real quick um, we have a show in florida and they're based in tampa and they're called the untrained eye i was just on their show last week so or this week so if, if you want to hear me answer some trivia they do some they do uh they, they, they basically pull from Trivial Pursuit, and then they do that, every. and they asked if they wanted to have anybody that wanted to play some trivia. I was like, I'll fucking play some trivia. Sure. They threw on. I listen to their show a lot, and I never get any of the answers right, but they just <laughs> upgraded because they used to do 90s uh, trivia. Yeah. And they just got 2010 to 2020, and I was like, okay, maybe I'll do better than this. I got like fucking six out of eight or some shit like that. <laughs> I was fucking owning. I was like, yeah. So if you want to see that and how it goes. Uh, they asked me for just the trivia. I ended up staying on the show for like an hour. I have that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out The Untrained Eye this week. There's other shows. of The Hood Diner based out of Tucson, Arizona. We talked about that. And there's shit happens when you party naked. Um, he kind of got canceled because of a show. Uh, one of his people at work didn't like the way he was talking. I think he said titties or something on the air. And, and she was like, Aww. oh, you wore a... <laughs> You are a bad person. So he, he thought he was going to get fired, <laughs> reeled back, you know, corporations and shit, uh, and decided he didn't want to stop. So he's only on Patreon now. So if you pay a, a low amount of $350, you can check him out on Patreon. And that's the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Uh, where can our people find you, Matt Susteridge, um, set dresser from Full Sail in <laughs> New York?
1: nowhere if i have my way uh i'm an elusive man no uh i'm on i'm on instagram at uh sustagram because my last name is susterich it's spelled s-u-s-t-a-g-r-a-m on instagram uh i i am more of a lurker than a poster to use some very old uh internet nomenclature uh <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. I. Don't, I. Don't, I. Don't have a huge social media presence. Uh. I just like to kind of keep to my my own. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I I do what I can for our union events. That's about as out in the <laughs> out <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the yeah. world as I get. You do pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: thanks for coming on after like a hundred. I think this is episode 104 or something. Wow, that. shit, so, that's awesome. Yeah, but thanks thanks for coming on. I, I've been trying to get you in here. I I got your wife in here before you. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, no, it's it's honestly just like good to be uh, good to be here. Good to be talking to you. You know, I always love shooting the shit. So
2: yeah, this has been great. Yeah, we'll have to bring you back while we actually talk to somebody else or interview another
1: guest. Bring sure. you back as a co sometime. Sure. I, listen, I'm I I'm currently uh, nursing an injury and super available. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start to hit you up for it then. Um. Please.
2: Yeah. This has been. Oh yeah, you can find me. At, I, I I I I talked about this on a different podcast. It's like I never say it, but I'm on Instagram too. Hmm. Not just my podcast. Yeah. M Y K I E. Props. M Y K I E. P-R-O-P-S. Why do I always get stuck on props? I don't know why. Like, props is easier to say, but it's really easy to spell. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm kind of a dumbass sometimes. But yeah, go over there. Check out me on Instagram. is another been another episode of Failing Hollywood. Until next week. Bye, guys.